0: Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to the John DePetro Show. At twelve oh six, good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is one. It's the John DePetro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks you can always listen online uh with our our website of course uh you just click the listen live button and boom there it is in uh, crystal clear audio i want to also welcome everybody in we do our well we kind of call it the noon report well it's 12 noon and bring you all the latest news both local national but especially we uh we focus quite a bit on a lot of the local news and bring it up to speed so good afternoon to everybody we're uh, just a little bit. Everybody's slowly filing in on uh, Facebook Live. Folks, remember, with, with Facebook, it's always uh, on demand. So we have people that have gone back and they catch up on the Charlotte Lester case and some of the other stories that we've done. That really is one of the the beautiful parts about Facebook Live. And I also want to mention that's something that we also offer uh, uniquely with with the radio show as well, if you go to petro.com, you can then uh, just click under radio show. And if you ever miss a segment or anything like that, you can then, hi there, David Sammartino. You can also um then watch it. So this is the noon report. And, folks, it is, as it was posted on uh, the Facebook page, good afternoon to everybody uh, filing in on FB. There's Freddie and David and a lot more. Uh Thank you for sending the stars. <coughs> uh This is, in fact charlotte lester's birthday that case remains unsolved we're going to be um doing i believe we're going to do a facebook you know the one after dark facebook live which we do each week night now between seven and eight i think that tonight will be the focal point um unless there's another story but we're going to continue to follow it but this is her birthday obviously difficult for the family when you still have a missing person case and i'm going to talk about that story and then obviously our lead story. Folks, this portion of the program on this Tuesday, it's brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Stop and see everything they have. They are a full scale nursery. Everything you need Make your home a showstopper. Gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. Way do you see the beautiful selection? Patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandibillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom mulch. Also available: pickup and delivery mulches. Dark piney black, hemlock, crushed stone. Folks, Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's P.R. Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Thirty 36- six. 688, Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. You know, um, you wanna this is a great week. This is a delightful day after all that rain yesterday. Today's a nice day to get out. It's not too warm. You could do some work in your garden. We're actually having a nice seasonal spring. It's not too hot. Weekend weather was great. Folks, stop it and see them. They're the best. Uh, it's, as I tell people, it's not your life. People say it's your first time. It's your first time and then... Your last time going anywhere else is PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center. So right now it is um it's twelve oh nine, and we're I'm going to give you the latest on the um, officer Lugo case that is happening right now, and there've been some some new developments. And this is, you know, people. Um, talk about media bias and a lot of times they don't even realize locally what a media bias i'm going to tell you about that but let me just i'll give people uh here's the latest now the charlotte lester missing person case uh the best thing i can do to tell you i mean everyone else by now folks i think a lot of people realize that the rest of the media have moved on to other stories Who's get? who's got the best chowder who's got the the best clam cakes, the video with the Newport police, that's certainly getting a lot of attention. But if you if you go to the website, the latest is, and it has to do with that mattress. So where are things right now? This is still a missing person case. This is still a missing person case. Charlotte Lester was last seen Monday night, May 16th. Today is, and I'm not breaking any news here, but today is June 28th. So the week of the 16th I've kind of gone through the timeline is on the website to petro.com where the police we believe arrived at that home on Staples Avenue in Warwick right uh, in Apppengue and then on Saturday May 21st was when they set up the crime scene tape. they then held on to that house for a solid month until Friday June 17th, the Friday of Father's Day weekend. And then that's it. That's where we land right now. So the police have not issued work. Police have not issued any press releases work. Police have not issued any press conferences. <coughs> we are going to do follow up with uh, former Providence police officer, Lieutenant Gannon. I'm going to do a segment with him with where do things stand now? So you still have a missing persons case. That's what you have. So that's where we stand. As far as the mattress, folks, we, we report on it. And then if the police find that that is helpful to them, that is only known to, to, to police. If they find, hey, we located it and it's not helpful, that really is only known to police. The police, and I also want people to understand, um, this is how a typical investigation goes. They don't, you know, police, they, they're not in the, the business of sharing evidence as they go along. I, I admit some people, it's very frustrating for friends and family that would like more of an update. It's very difficult. Also, there was a lot of momentum, especially the last search that we put together, which was that Saturday on the water around Belmont Park where her dog was found. Today is her birthday. and But I, I don't know. I mean, as far as doing a search, I, I have not heard about doing any more of that. It's really up to the police. And, and, and it's tough to second guess law enforcement. When we, you know, you don't want to get in the way of a criminal investigation. I will tell you that the attorney that he has, it's my understanding that the person on the home, Mark Perkins, it would seemingly be that he has, I believe, the same attorney as the attorney that's on the case with the, the guy in Burville. That um, continually keeps getting charges uh, put on him in in regards to having all those guns. So it's a completely different story. But I did notice that his name uh, jumped out the the um, Newport situation, which again, you know, law enforcement and investigations underway into the altercation that happened, and it has to do with um, a lot of people have seen this with the way the police and this. Trolley that they had going and uh, smacking them. They're aware of the video. They're investigating. Newport Police don't give a lot of information. Um, oh, I know Chris Malia. All right, I may reach out to him. The attorney representing one of the men, client charged, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, obstruction of a police officer. At some point, things went array. Two other individuals clearly assaulted what appears to be members of the Newport Police Department. So... Um, Craig Heen, the other man in charge, according to his attorney, says the video speaks for itself. They're gonna appear coming up on July 6th. So I, I, um, Newport Police, they're not exactly front and center with the media the way some others are. I may reach out to Chris, see if he can give us any uh, type of statement. But I do wanna get into the Officer Lugo case because that there have been some developments with that. And the, the, what's also should be noted it's not just what the media focuses on, but it's also what the media does not focus on. So the person that still remains on the loose, and you don't hear Governor McKee talking about it, you don't hear the rest of the media even talking about it. They are curiously uh uncurious about gee, who was the individual that threw that first punch now what also has been downplayed <coughs> i've heard speculation that the things they were waiting for me you know and other people have suggested that i can't i can't confirm that some some people have said they've heard of, they were waiting for me to leave and that's when all, all hell broke loose i don't know if i believe that just because the language and the tone of the night was pretty wild one of the reasons number 1 we had been there for quite. Quite a while. Number two, I kind of found it boring hearing some of the speeches. I can't hear many of the speeches uh, on the radio because of the language that was used. But when it got dark out, things definitely turned. Things definitely turned. So, but if you check out topetro.com, there's the story. Wild fight night at the state house. Uh, Right now, it's it's incredible, and and I have no explanation. Well, we kind of know. I we're the only media outlet that is showing this photo. The guy in the green Adidas. Now, he was up on the steps. I've heard that there is video that shows him speaking with certain members, the the progressive activist press. I've heard that. I haven't seen the video. But supposedly, like, look at the fact that some members, they were almost like Al Jazeera. You know how Al Jazeera was working with Al Qaeda? How. They they all want to focus on Officer Lugo, but no one, nor are they showing these photos that we're showing you of the guy in the green Adidas suit. They have no interest in locating him, identifying him. Uh, I'm seeing people like, hey, no one's calling attention. It. It's all right there. Why we have him up. Supposedly he is seen speaking with some people. But if you want to know what really happened. Friday night. And we have another update that's going to be coming. But a different story is starting to emerge. And it starts with, if you check out, again, folks, the website, thepetro.com, and we're still going to update that story. But Officer Lugo was treated at the hospital after the attack. No one will report that. You know what? That's not the story they want. Now, you also have Uh, Someone that I've interacted with, he seems like a nice enough guy, but he's definitely a progressive activist. He's a full-time WPRO employee. He works full-time for Dan York. Now, they have a problem on their hands because the morning guy, excuse me, the morning producer, he's there. And he says, oh, yeah, I'm there in my role working for WPRO. And then Bill Bartholomew was trying to say, oh, no, I, I, I I was just there on my own. Well, you know, that that that's interesting. That's interesting if that's gonna hold up in court. I, I don't know if it is. As we played this video of him identifying himself as a full time cumulus WPRO employee, number one. Number two, it's also should should be noted that the reporter that eared the video that Bartholomew identifies himself there for the station, they don't report that. They go along with this narrative, oh, he's just there on his own. I don't know that video and whether or not, you know, as I mentioned last night, an attorney reached out to me and said, boy, Lugo's got a big lawsuit if he wants one against WPRO for they edited the video down and slowed it and didn't show everything that happened. What's also interesting about that, so first of all, he was treated at the hospital. If you read it, he was on the ground. He was being kicked. He was being attacked. Um, I, I want to also be very clear. I mean, when you see the video of him, and I don't know if it was a slap, hit, punch, whatever to Jennifer uh, Rourke. I, I, I don't have to tell you, of course, it is very disturbing to see. I, I don't think I'm saying anything on a, that other people wouldn't agree with right? It is, especially the way the video was put forward. You don't see what Officer Lugo went through prior to that. But I think it's what's playing out in real time. And I know that some of this is a little bit of inside baseball, but you have a morning producer who works with Gene Velocenti, Tommy Quinlan. And he has video up that basically contradicts what York's producer has up. So, Valescenti's producer says in reviewing the tape, after Lugo strikes York, a man in a black shirt body slams Lugo, and then says see below. So, Lugo's attorney said his client was assaulted Friday night in reviewing the video after he strikes Rock, a man in a black body shirt, slams him. So now there's also a video out there that is showing video evidence that Officer Lugo was attacked and assaulted by the mob. So I, I don't, you know, we're going to have to wait and see how this plays out in court. You also, I don't know why, you know, like no one went after Green Adidas Man. Why was he allowed to escape? He's in very distinct clothing. He's in the green. He's got the white stripes. You can tell it's an Adidas. Um, It is, um, you know, why is it that he was allowed to escape? Why haven't the Rhode Island State Police put out his picture, saying we need the public's help in identifying him? He clearly knew some of the people. The area where the speakers were up on the stage Friday night, it's almost like a backstage area. Like, Because you have, excuse me, you have the people that are speaking at the rally. And then off to the side, I was on the other side. Off to the side, you have some of their friends, supporters. It almost acts like a, it's kind of like they call it like a holding tank for a rally. When I'm in a rally, you have You don't want it to be that when you need someone to come up and speak that they're coming from the crowd because then it just takes more time. So they're kind of like if it's organized, you have you have speaker one up and then it's kind of a baseball thing, right? Like, all right, the second speaker, you're on deck. And then who's speaking next? Third speaker. okay, you're on double deck. Just like in, in anyone that's played baseball. You have the person on deck, then you have the person on double deck. So it's, it's all going in order like that. Now, you see video where Matt Brown, other members of the co-op collaborative, they're all kind of in that, you know, side area, uh, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know if it's a backstage, but you just kind of call it like on the side area. So, I don't know, VIP possibly, holding tank. But those are the people that are going to go up. There's also people saying, you know, make sure you mention this, make sure you mention that. They get the young kid up there and tell him to say blank the judges, which was disgraceful. But the guy with the green, he's in that group. So they know him. They know him. He could be a boyfriend, he could be a brother, he could be whoever. But he's with the group. They know him. It is odd and curious, it should be, that the media seemingly local, has no interest in finding out who that guy was, in identifying who that was. But the more you review this, again, Officer Lugo, who in his statement with his attorney says he trusts the process, he will get his day in court in front of a judge. And he and his attorney are gonna have to justify him striking Jennifer Rourke. So. Whether or not how that comes down is an unknown. Was it a punch or was it a slap? I, I don't know. I don't know. He definitely, though, I mean, you see the video. He strikes her. He does. That part, he doesn't even deny that he struck her. And it's very alarming. It's very alarming. I, I Like, I'm not saying that it's not. It's a woman. Uh, She spoke. Earlier, she seemingly was was trying to defuse a situation, but it became became a chaotic mob. And that's what happens. The mob mentality takes over. Look at what happened. Some guy in dark shirt from behind grabs Officer Lugo and body slams him. That person has not been identified. Green Adidas man comes over and once a punch is thrown, all bets are off. The problem with a fight and anyone knows that has been involved. You do everything you can to try to prevent a fight. Because once a fight starts, there's there's no sense of where it could go. People don't just take a punch and leave, right? Like that, that guy, who knows? Sometimes you see a situation, there's an altercation. Once there's a fight, the person hit could go get a weapon, the person hit could have a weapon. Someone else jumps in, in that particular scenario, and boom, it's like a powder keg. It just took off. But what should be noted was Officer Lugo was on the ground, was being kicked. And as I was the first one to report last night, went to the hospital, was seeking medical treatment last night as that was going on. Let's, what, what are the media not interested in? They have seemingly no interest in who's the individual that body-stamped Lugo. It wasn't one of his friends. It wasn't a police officer. Um, who's Green Adidas Man? Governor McKee yesterday was being questioned and said, oh, I think he should be severely disciplined if not lose his job. Governor McKee had an ample opportunity to say, and we need the public's help in identifying Green Adidas Man. How come no one in the press is looking for that? I also mentioned the Channel 12 story, where they say officials react to the assault. There were several assaults that night. I mean, and what I, I think is interesting is you have morning show producer, WPRO, showing the video where Lugo's body slammed to the ground. The afternoon, York York's producer, he edits the video that just shows Lugo in slow motion. It's look looks like... Jennifer Rourke is like just walking and out of nowhere, boom, it's like he appeared. It's like Superman landed and then boom, lands the button. Now that totally, completely is taken out of context. So we're going to, I will speak with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. I, I I don't know. I don't think we can determine until all the video was in. And then this business that Officer Lugo could have, you know, the danger of slowing down a video, editing a video, you know, that video rocketed out there very, very quickly. It's you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube once it goes out. In fairness, that that's pretty um, it's very captivating video. And on a Saturday, that thing took off like a rocket. 5 million views that's that's you know that's the, I I don't think anyone could have predicted that but the problem is it is to then say oh wait a minute the edit the video was edited there's another part that shows that he was being assaulted the mob was on him he was on the ground being kicked <clears throat> now in saying that um let me play devil's advocate just for a moment. It, it it certainly then seemingly would have been reasonable. If Officer Lugo, first of all, when you see him, he's wincing, he's trying to catch his breath. So whatever happened when he hit the ground, he was clearly injured. I think if if the video showed him striking the person in the dark shirt that body slammed him to the ground, I think that is like. You know that that certainly would then give more of a defense, um, but th- there's there's a possibility. I, I don't know. It's it's tough to tell how a judge is going to rule on this. A judge could look at this and kick the charge just based on what was happening in the mob leading up to that. I, I don't know. We're going to find out um, with attorney Tim Dodd. But then that would set up an interesting scenario if. If he actually got cleared on the charge, and then you have that video out there with 5 million views that shows him striking his Jennifer Rourke. Now, as far as she's concerned, you know, I've heard her, this elevates her in the state, in the progressive community, everywhere she goes. She... She is going to get a standing O. for for Matt Brown and that co-op collaborative. When when you hear of people that say they're going to fight, well, there is someone you know who certainly can say that they're in the fight. They were definitely in the fight, without question. Um, I did see her speech. She was one of the organizers, and I don't I don't know Jennifer Rourke, but uh, it. it what I saw was all right, you know. Aside from the language, she was an organizer, and then she went up to one person, who was like, I, "I don't want you to be here." Now they had no right to do that, by the way. As I've said in the past, in a situation like that, the individual actually would have been better off saying, "Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere." Now, folks, you can also someone asked you why did the police didn't get involved earlier? And as I've explained in the past, when I've attended these, the police don't like to be on top of. Of a crowd, law enforcement—you can't. State police, Capitol police—they—they. They, not only do they try to give them their room, but this is a crowd that they—they're anti-police anyway. As someone that has covered these rallies and protests, whatever you want to call them, this is the defund the police crowd. They're almost interchangeable. Many of the people that were there at the abortion rally Friday night. Are met, but the part of the rally was sponsored by Black Lives Matter. They're part of or Black Lives Matter PAC. They're part of that. They don't want the police there. They're part of the blank the police. You know, defund the police. The, Tierra Mac, who is one of the people, one of her big things is blank F word blank defund. She says abolish. I mean, so they don't want the police there. Now I've been at other rallies. You know, when I am MC of a rally, which I've done sometimes, I make a point to go over and introduce myself to law enforcement and work out a rapport with them. And then that way, if there's something going sideways, you know, they know who I am. I know who they are. Sometimes I'll say, you know, we're only expecting three other people up here because people show up at that like, oh, no, I'm with I'm with Juan. Let me throw it like that. And then the police will say, be able to say, Well, no, I, I spoke to him. He's actually not expecting five people, you know, coming and that type of thing. So so just the criticism on the police, you know, they, they're in a tough spot because this is the crowd that ultimately would prefer they not even be there. But when you have that many people on a Friday night, then they have to be there. Be very curious what happens with police presence the next time that there's some kind of a gathering or or rally at the state house. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought by Jay Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. I talked to them just the other day. They said they they're getting such a good response. Folks, keep it up. They offer free estimates, any project. I'm not surprised. Residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios. Call them for a free quote. Letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. letter J, J. Perry Paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. J. Perry Paving. They... Give them a call. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. Licensed and insured. Contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big or how small. It's J. Perry Paving. And remember, no one is better with veterans than J. Perry Paving. Give them a call today. Free quote. If you can hear my voice, you can call them 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Folks, as I've told you, visit the website, topetro.com, And it's brought to you by the Centerdale Revival. I want to thank Shane and company. They are terrific. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence, Uh Monday through Thursday, 3 to 1130, then Friday and Saturday. They're also open in the afternoon and Sundays. Saturday Revival, it's a great spot, delicious food, great drinks, but it's a nice crowd located right across from North Providence Town Hall next to Stella Sweets. So. Now, the, the big story nationally that I am going to touch on, probably more next hour, is this horrific situation that happened at the border. Texas horror, 50 migrants found dead, deadliest border crossing, absolutely horrific with this business. Folks, but, you know, 50 migrants dead found in a semi-truck in San Antonio. It is, um, they and others were found sweltering conditions in a semi truck in San Antonio. Horrific human tragedy. Death toll, they initially said 46. Illegals from Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras. They've launched an unprecedented operation to disrupt human smuggling networks. And the amount of illegals coming at the border. Three people detained away from the trailer center of police custody. Authorities were alerted to the scene just before 6 o'clock when a worker in a nearby building heard a cry for help. Worker found a trailer with doors partially open, saw people deceased inside. Ah, 48 people died on the scene, two died at hospitals. 16 people, 12 adults, four children, were alive and conscious. Patients were hot to the touch and suffering from heat stroke and exhaustion. The refrigerator semi-tractor trailer had no visible working air conditioning unit. There was no sign of water inside. High temperatures Monday in San Antonio ranged from high 90s to low 100s. None of these people were able to extricate themselves out of the truck. They were still in there awaiting help when we arrived. Too weak. Weak in state. 22 Mexicans, 7 Guatemalans, 2 Hondurans. Federal authorities trying to figure out the origin of the truck and its path. 60 firefighters were on the scene, been put through a critical incident stress debriefing. It's just terrible. They're not supposed to open a truck and see stacks of bodies in there. Tragic. Folks, see, but this is the problem with the Biden administration. This is the problem when they say there's an open border. This is the problem. When people like Cicilline and Olorza continue to encourage them to come here and come here, just get across the border and you'll be fine. They allow them, the cartels and the smugglers, that they're known as coyotes, to prey on them. and And this this is on. Where's Harris? How come she? Has, how come the vice president hasn't been at the border? This is a disgrace. Those poor people. You know, how many times we've done shows where I broadcast, I'm going to be again in D.C. in September, where the cartels are making a fortune off having the illegals carry fentanyl into the country. And McKee is now, come to Rhode Island, get over the border, come to Rhode Island, I'll give you a driver's license. If you can get here, everything is free. Cicilline, Alorza, telling them to come here. It's like a carrot and a stick, they're being led here. Oh, my God, terrible, absolutely horrific finding. Death toll is now 50 people, abandoned tractor trailer. You know, if Harris was at the border and was effective, this wouldn't be going on. If Biden was a competent president, this wouldn't be going on. You didn't see this when Trump was president. You did not see this when President Trump was in office. But if you continue to encourage people to come here and allow the open border, then you're going to have tragedies like this. Notice there's no statement from Alorza. There's no statement from Matos. There's no statement from McKee. There's no, they're all silent on this. Now this is interesting. Reverend Donnie Anderson former head of the Rhode Island State Council of Churches has filed to run for state senate against Mary Ellen Goodwin. <laughs> Anderson spoke at the rally Friday night. Now, that's a primary to watch. He's the one that was Donald. He went through the change, transitioned. He's now Donnie in long hair Friday night. That's interesting. He's going to run against Mary Ellen Goodwin. See, folks, the Rhode Island Republican Party, and I like there's a... um. Oh, wow, there he is. Um, Channel 12 has an interview with Michael Stevens. Tonight, first interview with Michael Stevens. Now, I want to see, do they ask him? Do they ask him about the free car that he has? (coughs) A civilian in Providence with the police is not supposed to have a car. Do they ask him about the car? How do we know that he has a car? Uh, I'm the only one reporting on it. That's on DePetro.com as well, folks, on the website. You can see it. He's the basketball ref that Alorza, I'll play the sound of that, turns in. Um, Do they even ask him about that? Do they even know about that? So it would be very telling if he does the full interview. They don't even confirm with him. Basketball ref gets free police car. A civilian is not supposed to get a police car. So what, why does he why does he have a police car? There's the car. I blacked out the uh, license plate. It's right there on dipetro.com. Um No, I don't think Aloris is just finding a, a a job for his buddy. There's that famous, brilliant shot of him on uh, Sale Street in Providence with Taffy and Company. There it is. Um, as he's in the role of the referee, trying to break things up. I've never met the guy. I have nothing against the guy. I was heard during the. I heard during the pandemic he was living off Park Avenue in Cranston. That's what I was told. Suddenly now he's been a Providence resident for his entire life. Except, that's fine. Except, why not report he was living in Edgewood, right near um, Sheridan Funeral Home? right off of Park Avenue near Fay Field. He was living in a house there during the pandemic. Listen, if you want to go with the narrative, he's been a lifetime Providence resident, okay, but like just report that he was living in Cranston. He's not he's never lived anywhere else except for Providence. Okay, except for the time during the pandemic, he was living there. I don't know what was the nature of why he was living there, but he was living there. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is part of me at Med Urgent Care. Two locations. If you want to go to the hospital emergency room and wait for eight hours, nine hours, be the only person speaking English, that's up to you. Or you can go to AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, and also 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich, right right across from Felicia's. It's AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent care facility, comprehensive outpatient health care, individuals and families, diverse, wide-ranging They provide immunization school sports physicals. They specialize in ambulatory um, medicine. Whether it's walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic trauma, work-related injuries, physical exams. They also, for those that have COVID, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You get zapped with that, boom, and you feel better immediately. At Med urgent care. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston or 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. Stop in next time you have an emergency, you want to go there. I've been there. They treated me. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the Coincident. Two twenty six Coincident Avenue in West Warwick, lunch, dinner, drinks, in a lounge. Talk about a restaurant with history, a great meal, a feast, if you will, is waiting for you at Atmed Urgent Care. So I'll be curious if, in the interview, he's asked about the car that he has and what his salary is. So we'll have to wait and um, <coughs> excuse me and see about that. Rhode Island's electric vehicle rebate program to start July seventh. Hmm. You know, I also come to um, this this business of. Um, The situation with the the police in Newport, I'm going to talk about that a little bit um, next hour. But I I don't know how else to, as I've said, police, if you treat police with respect, you're going to get respect back. People have to wonder. It is is not like these, you know, I I don't know. Isn't it like a drunken trolley? That they were on in Newport. A trolley bus. Um, I, I, there were like 10, 15 kids. And then there was some kind of altercation with the police. Listen, everyone, especially when you're young, has had some kind of, sometimes, you know, police get a little gruff. They go to a party. But, and I've heard about this, especially college party. And they they feel they kind of get young kids are like mouthing off to them it can happen that no question that has happened however um, at the same time this situation in Newport I mean I had just heard that the police they have to deal with a lot of large completely drunken groups and it's possible that maybe someone got a little a little rough with it but I'm gonna wait and See on that. I talked with a, an officer in Newport that said, "You know, when the when the story is told and you get the full story, this was just a group that they felt. Again, it's tough. You see it. They slap one of the kids who's like mouthing off to them. Um, I, I recognize it's very difficult, folks, to when you see some of that stuff. But I, I'm going to stick with. Listen, by and large, I I we support law enforcement on the show. I think they have a tough job." You know, look, look at what has happened the past two years since the summer of 2020 and George Floyd, the increase in crime. If this keeps up the number of people, it's not going to be easy to get people that want to be police officers. And I know some people say, well, you know, then so be it. But you, you can, I, by and large, law enforcement, and I've had quite a bit of dealings with them over you know, just the past two weeks alone, my interactions with them, I, I have been positive. But I, I treat them with a certain deference. I treat them with respect. Um, there, there are different situations. And I recognize every situation is different, but that things could go one of two ways. There are. And I, I've seen instances where sometimes they, they work too, uh, maybe aggressive. And other times, though, I find by and large... Police are just put into sometimes difficult situations. That's 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 my take on it. The Newport thing, we're we're gonna wait and see on on what happened with that. Uh, maybe some of the cops got a little frustrated, but the, it's my understanding in speaking or communicating with someone in Newport that I know that said this this was like a problem drunken group. Some people Newport, you know, it has a, there's a reason why they call it Zooport. Is because there's a lot of young kids that feel they they especially from Boston they love it. Um, it's not like the Cape, and it, it's not like the venue. The, what they like about Newport is there's there's a lot of bars, and you can walk around. You don't have to drive, and as a result of that, some people get completely annihilated, and 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 maybe that's something they need extra police or more police on in the summertime or something like that, but. It's, it's by and large, it, it's a problem. Um, and I've heard various restaurant people say, you know, you're, you're trying to have run a good restaurant. You have people coming out. They're spending good money. Uh, you have tourists that are dropping a lot of money. And then you have, you know, these young, very drunken, urinating in public, throwing up in the street. You know, like, who really needs to deal with that? It's not- it's not Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro show is Frenchway by Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Route, that Route 5 in Smithfield, that's right down the street from Apple Valley Mall. Now, right now at 1247 on this Tuesday, they've been in business since 1963. Um, and, and especially now, the new generation cooking, laundry appliances, they have a great selection. You deal directly with the owner. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5, Saturday and Sunday by appointment. They'll match or beat any package deal. It's Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. And right now, they've started their 4th of July sale. They have a great selection, Weber grills plus air conditioners for windows or built-in walls for senior apartments or condos, washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. Hurry down. It's Jay's Broadway Appliance. And I like the fact... You know, so much of this is online. It's not a big box store. It has a personal approach, plus you're shopping local. Deal directly with the owner. Stop it and see them. Since 1963, Jay's, no relation to uh, all-you-can-eat buffet, Jay. Jay's, Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road. That's Route 5 in Smithfield. You can also call them at 949 7800 401-949-7800. You can also find them on Facebook. So the big, um, folks, just to recap, I talked a lot last hour. I am very intrigued by the uh, poll that just came out regarding not only the race for governor in Rhode Island, but on top of that, that CD2 race, that CD2 race. Between Right now, you have the, the Democrat primary of Seth Magaziner, and then you also have um, Sarah Morgenthal and some of the other people that filled it out. But the one that's leading right now is Republican Alan Fung. Republican Alan Fung. Now, I'm also seeing some other stories. Now, I, I don't know what to make of, uh, we'll cover this with our legal expert. A Rhode Island man accused of illegally stockpiling 200 guns. Faces new felony gun drug charges. It wasn't just the neighbors who were afraid of Arnold, Arment, and Druck. man stockpiling 200 firearms. Making ghost guns shooting into his neighbor's property. Apparently when the police were out there, they had bullets go over their head. And that was just the end of it. So he is being held at the Wyatt Detention Center. Um, He's unlicensed counselor at the Da Vinci Center. And an unsuccessful Republican candidate for a house seat in Cranston. I was unaware of that. Then he moved to Burrillville. He's been there since February 24th. His attorney is John Calcagni, um Who I believe, it's my understanding, he is the same attorney of Mark Perkins who owns the home in the Charlotte Lester case. So, um, Let's see, my family needs privacy to heal. Um, he was just, um, he was getting the stockpile of guns in the photo is, uh, it's, I, I don't know what to make of it. Now, listen, as much as you can, he bought 169 firearms of all kinds using proceeds he made from crypto. Hey, someone was doing well with crypto before it crashed. Then he moved his family from Cranston to Barville. The final story, fired shots shots into the neighbor's yard over the heads of the Boroughville police officers. Now, that's another situation. You know, I, the Boroughville police rejected his attempt to buy more guns. I, I, you know, do you think the Boroughville police want to be dealing with that? By the way, if you have information about this hazing that went on in uh, Smithfield, I'd like to learn more about that. I see that Mount St. Charles is immediately distancing itself from that whole thing, North Smithfield High School suspends football in the wake of the hazing allegations. If you have info on that, go to my website, com, and, and drop me a line. I'd like to find out more about that. First notified about a June 20th. But here's what I don't understand. The hazing involved players from the football team during the 2021-2022 20, 20, school year. So I I don't... I don't understand. Have the students left the school? Who's involved with that? North Smithfield football players are prohibited from taking part in any other school-based athletics. But we do know that. So they are like a co-op team with Mount St. Charles. The football team is a co-op with Mount St. Charles, who they informed and wanted very clear that there are no Mount St. Charles students involved in the allegations you know but about that i i this comes down to the who the coaches are this comes down to you you have to wonder folks in light of the naked fat tests in in north kingstown i i would think that coaches pair everyone would be more on guard a little bit more aware of what's happening in some of the schools especially athletics but what i don't understand about that is whoever the problematic Players are then then they should be removed like uh, this, this whole thing that now no one right now can play football i, I don't think that's right um I, some of the decisions being made at these schools uh, i it, it, it's 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 difficult to kind of comprehend it's difficult to comprehend why then you're punishing everyone now right now folks at twelve fifty three this portion of the John Deputre show is purchased by propane plus. Give them a call today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, do you need propane heating and cooling? Propane Plus, 508-252-3359. Remember, they've been there three generations. It's Propane Plus, available 24-7 for service and delivery. They offer online billing, schedule your service delivery at the click of a button. All customers are Receive a free safety inspection on their equipment, and they have a very easy to navigate website. You just go to Pro P R O ProPane P A N E ProPane Plus. And if you log on at propaneplus.com, it's very easy to navigate. It just says, I'm looking for check the box, residential or commercial, put in your zip code. Always there for you. Propane Plus. And folks, remember with propane. Propane, in fact, uh, keep in mind, it's affordable, it's sustainable, it's equitable, it's good for the environment, and now it's renewable. So Rhode Island or Massachusetts, contact Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209, 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, at 1254, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to wait and see. um, Check out the website. I want to wait and see where this this, uh, Officer Lugo is, um, where this whole thing is going to go. Let me also just check Providence Journal. TF Green volunteers can help play you a tune, help you find your gate. You know, I was unaware of this. They have a piano now set up and a violin where they have volunteers that are playing music for people as they're uh, going to the gates at the airport. That's a nice touch. It also get your attention. I like that. And and musicians that want to do it have a built-in audience of the people walking into their gates. But boy, that headline, Gorbea Leads Governor's Race, Fung Has Congressional Edge. Um... English woman, says Rhode Island con man raped her in 2017. I don't know what to make of that story, other than uh, I just don't think that individual should be treated as entertainment. Um, People mention different people that are nuts. You know, I've had communication with him in the past when he was, in fact, still claiming to be the widow. I have I have no interest in communicating with this individual. I know some people have kind of found it entertaining to have him call into their program and he uses a bad British accent and all other stuff. But there's nothing funny. But, folks, this headline, Gorbea Leads Governor's Race, Fung has, you know, I don't understand. The Providence Journal, look at this headline. Gorbea Leads Rhode Island's Governor's Race. Fung could swing congressional seat red. But it's this one. Fung has congressional edge. Fung. Is ahead more in the poll than Gorbea. Why isn't it Fung leads congressional race? Hold that one fairness. Then they say could swing it red. <clears throat> Nellie Gorbea has taken the lead in the Democrat primary for governor. Governor McKee, folks, he can't, as I've said, I, I think it's best. He he just he can't go above 40 miles an hour. He's like, he's, you know, this is like a you know, like those little cars, they're really tiny cars. They only fit two people. It's like a golf cart. Golf cart's good to get around, and and maybe one of those tiny cars, whatever you call them. But I, I wouldn't bring one on the highway. It's like a good little car that if you're just going around town running errands, it can go 25, 30 miles an hour, 35 miles an hour, maybe 40. But you're just not going to bring it on the highway. That's what I think Governor McKee is. There's nothing good about this poll for him. Grobe has got 24% of the vote. McKee has 20% of the vote. And Helena Folks has 16% of the vote. Then Matt Brown, 5%. This guy, Luis hes he's not even running. There's no reason for him to be running. But 31% are undecided. That's a high number. The last time there was a crowded Democrat primary was 2014, that was with Angel Tavares, Gina Raimondo, and Clay Pell. At this point in the race, the undecided was 20%. So that's a high undecided. That number is good for Gorbea and folks. But it's a bad number for Governor McKee. Because I don't think people are going to say, you know what, we've decided. We're I think normally, normally in politics- The undecideds break for the challenger. So, for instance, right now, let's just say someone like David Cicilline. That's not a huge undecided in that race. He's always going to have about 40% of the people against him. Cicilline always has about 40% of the people against him. So it's very possible that the undecideds in the Cicilline race could be more... It's probably like 15, 20 percent. Now, right now, it's just Alan Waters, Republican Alan Waters, who I saw the other night. I'm hearing there's going to be another challenger. But right now, it's just those two. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1259. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. I'm going to play more sound on that situation at the border. There's just terrible. More on the Charlotte Lester case. Today is, in fact, her birthday. Happy birthday, Charlotte Lester. And then also more on Officer Lugo. If you want to know what really happened, log on the website, DiPietro.com. Remember, next hour... AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or you can listen at the website. Just click listen live to Petro.com. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Stay tuned. We'll be back on the other side, but stay tuned for the one o'clock news.